Welcome to another episode of Kentucky Football Carpool Show. I'm Nick. I'm Mike. All right, we got our new guy here, Mr. SEC, Mr. Kentucky, uh, John Hammond. And we are yeah. so glad to have him with us. Yeah, welcome, uh, aboard. welcome aboard, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Like we were talking about earlier, we were talking about, obviously, how this is a big year for Stoops and how he has to keep the train moving. Do you agree with that? I, I do. I do. I agree with it. What do, you, what do you think kind of season he has to have? What, what kind of record he has to have to keep the train moving to justify that even in a transition year, we're not the old Kentucky, we're the new Kentucky? I feel like he needs to win at least eight, nine, in my opinion. I feel I like it's – Yeah, I think that's – I mean, if they if they win a nine or ten this year in a transition year, I would say that that's unbelievable, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, in my opinion. I'd be happy with eight, bro. If we can get eight wins – I think it's a great year. What do you think about that? Eight, eight I feel like even even seven wins might might be an okay year, but at the same time, I, I'm just like you all. I feel like eight or nine wins, ten wins in a transition year is, is really huge in my opinion. Well, I think this changed the mentality of Kentucky football, like people, the way people see us. Because because we, you've been in enough UK football seasons like I have where – as little bit of success, all of a sudden, everyone expects us to be eleven and zero or twelve and zero. You know, so <laughs> you know, try to try to hold the expect, expectations back. But then again, to become good, you should expect for more, right? Exactly. You should definitely. So, all right. Well, let's get to let's get to rocking on these on these uh, depth charts. Or really, the roster. We all know the depth chart hasn't been released yet. But what? Seeing what we have after spring and everything, the beginning of, of, uh, of you know, camp and everything, what do you think the strength is on the whole team? Defensive line. I feel like there, there's a lot more depth there than we've had in years past. And I feel like the offensive line is going to be really good too, especially with Landon Young coming off an injury from last year. And wow. you got two you got two dogs in Logan Stenberg and Drake Jackson. That, they might be one of the most underrated offensive lines in the conference. I agree. This is uh, probably – I agree with that 100%. 100%. I think this is probably the best offensive line they've had. And that, that's, that's, saying, that's saying a lot because they've had some good ones coming through. But as far as depth and overall, I think I think adding Landon Young on a good offensive line last year makes us even better. I think he was the best offensive lineman last year before he got hurt. Exactly. And you had an All-American on last year's team, offensive line. So, but but I definitely agree with the defense line. The front seven on the defense is going to be very, very important. They're going to be good because because if you have a bad defensive backs, what gives relief to those? Not really bad, just young defensive backs. Young and they're not an experienced crew. Like they, have, they don't have a ton of time together yet. So if you have a, a, a an inexperienced defensive backs, getting pressure on the quarterback is going to help you out a lot. Agree with that? I agree with it. So I, I think you're right on that offensive line. And I think the defense line, and especially linebackers, interior linebackers, is going to be fantastic. But do you think do you, do you agree with Henshaw on saying he's going to he's going to throw it forty times? Or do you think we're going to be like a more running back team, like a running team than we were last year? I, I think we're going to be more of a run team because you have to you have yeah. to do your strength, right? I I feel like it'll be a mixture of both, especially considering how Terry Wilson last year, where he was injured for most of the year. I feel like that they'll do a lot more. Running, I feel. I feel when you lose a Benny Snell type running back, you're you're pretty much you go from a running team to more or less a pass team because Benny Snell is an All American running back. I mean, 
you ain't going to replace Benny Snell, but we got two good ones in A.J. Rose and Javassier Smoke. Oh, I agree. And I think Chris Rodriguez is going to be fair. But I agree with that. Well, I think I think AJ Rose, I think AJ Rose actually fits the offense better because yeah. he can catch balls out of the backfield. And listen, listen, we'll never downplay Snell. He's the greatest running back to ever come through Kentucky. There ain't no doubt about that. His numbers prove that. But as far as that offense, that spread out offense, AJ Rose can catch balls on the backfield. That's just something that yeah. Snell can do, but AJ Rose is a lot better in the open field, in my opinion. I think we'll see a lot of screenplays to AJ. We'll also see a lot of wheel routes because AJ's not, he's so fucking fast. Line him up on a linebacker, he's gonna burn him all day. Don't you think that? I think that, and I and my my major concern I, I I've been looking at some over the depth the depth is the wide receivers. Like, and that's who's going to step up next to Bowden. Exactly. That's been my biggest. That's been my biggest question off spring. Like, who's going to be that guy that's going to catch passes? Who's going to do the little like Bowden does underneath stuff? And I feel like Bryce Oliver could be that guy. I agree with that. I, I like saw Bryce him in spring, in springtime. I, I saw Bryce Oliver. And I told Mike. I said that guy's going to be good. Someone that can stretch the field for us and, and help us out. Uh, I mean, I mean, uh, you know, you're going to get some from Wad Wagner. I, I don't know, but the thing is, you're right. Lynn Bowden's the main guy, and he's going to help out Wilson a lot in those dump off passes. But he needs help. That there's no doubt about that. Because if you double team Bowden, you're going to leave somebody open. But if Bowden, like last year, for instance, Bowden can't do it all by himself. He has to have some help. Last year we had a lot of drop passes, and it just it seemed like that every time that we needed a big play, you know, like the guy last year, David Bouvier, he made some huge plays. Yep. Especially in the Missouri game, he he like he got us down the field in the last drive to actually help us win that football game. And the Florida game, I mean, Bouvier was huge in the Florida game, yeah. but someone's got to step up. I mean, you're right there. But the thing is, is I, I just – they haven't had a guy that can stretch the field since, what, the debt. So, they need a guy that can stretch the field because if you get a guy that can stretch the field and get, get downfield, I feel like Terry Wilson gets the ball to him, and it opens up for Lynn Bowden to be able to catch a five-yard pass and go, you know, 80 yards. All right, John, so what do you think about the defensive backs, man? I know that's the that's the point where we all are worried about. That's the that's – the, that's, the, unit question mark, yeah. that's yeah. the biggest question mark going into it. So, what do you think? Who do you like out there? I like Brandon Eccles at the cornerback slot, and I also like Cedric Dort. And I feel like that Devonshire will be another guy to watch. He, I've heard lately that he's been getting first first team reps in the secondary, and and they say he's a really good. Uh, how you explain it? He's a really good guy. To he's aggressive and he's hard nosed and that's what we need for this defense because if when you when you lose Robinson he was he was that type of yeah, safety. That mm-hmm. that one's gonna hurt. That hurts a lot because you could have it a really young does. secondary but have Robinson back there so they don't get beat deep. And I I mean you don't really have a lot of a lot of uh people coming back that that have a lot of playing time so it's Griffin and you know Corker uh with Ajayi Jayan or whatever he, he, Al John Tyrell. Yeah Al John Tyrell they all they, they had some playing time, but no one had the amount of playing time that Devontae Robinson had. Uh, I, I just I mean it's going to be tough a couple of weeks, and I think the very first game in Toledo is going to help us out because they I, I, my understanding is they throw it a lot, put up a lot of points. Uh, and they also got the former Kentucky commit Bryant Kobach at running back, which is a really good running. Yeah, well, Mike was telling me about that. 
but uh, but no, I, I mean, Devin Shire, if he plays a lot early, that'd be great. But we do have those those junior college transfers that's had playing time that they need to step up. I mean, I mean, that's the thing is, is Kentucky's done a, a great job of finding those guys and getting a, you know, AJ stamps yeah. I mean, getting yeah. a lot of good playing time out of those guys, in my opinion. So, and Eccles, Eccles was one of the top cover men in, in Juco and, and, to to see him slide into that position where we need it is is a big is a big plus. Well, I agree with that. I think Shane, like I said, we're going to need a lot on Mosley now, and uh, can really lean Jordan, on Griffin. I mean, yeah. I mean, Jordan Griffin's the one guy that's coming back. That's like he's had some. You know, he played almost every. I think he played every game last year. Uh, but those, I mean, it's it, that that right there killed us. I mean, that that hurts a lot. Ohio guy Moses Douglas. I mean, you're you're. You throw him in there. His dad played for Kentucky back in the '80s, I believe. Not well, yeah. I think, I think he's going to be big for us too. I mean, you're, you're just going to have a lot of guys rotating out. I don't, I don't think you'll have your set defensive backs until probably not until like the sixth or seventh game, in my opinion. Yeah, it's going to take a while to figure out what unit works best together. Yeah, because a lot a lot of these guys don't have experience in SEC play, and it's it's a different animal when you step into the SEC. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. The speed's unreal. That's that's the difference. The speed. Not what what worries me the most is teams are going to basically come in and spread us all the way out and make us beat them, and then they're just going to throw the ball on us, make our corners make good decisions. That's what scares me the most. Yep, I agree. So. But uh, so, who's your offense MVP? And uh, we'll tell you ours. But who's your offense MVP? My offensive MVP, uh, I believe it'll be Smoke. I feel like in the spring game he really turned it on. And he well, last year was it was it the Louisville game? Yeah, he broke a big run in the Louisville game. Sure was. He just showed up. I mean, he's a he's a really good. He's he's more than a. A bruiser. He's he's a speedster too, and I really like Smoke, and I feel like he'll he'll complement AJ Rose really well in the backfield. Well, I, I agree with that. My MVP is going to be. I, I hate to be the guy that does this, but I think for this team to be good, it's got to be Terry Wilson. If he's not the MVP this year, this team's going to be seven and five, eight and four. I mean, that's that's the way I see it. If he does good, and he makes a big step, leap forward, then we're looking at eight and four, nine and three. It's yeah. not even better. So that, that's just my opinion. I think I think he's the the key for this year, just because if he makes some plays with his arm, it'll open it up for Smoke and AJ and you know Rodriguez. You know, so who's your favorite, uh, Mike? Mine's a uh, I'm old I'm old offensive lineman here. I'm going to go with uh, Drake Jackson, man. I think it comes down to the offensive line this year. They're fucking awesome. We're going to be able to run the ball, but if they can pass block and give Terry Wilson time. We're going to be great this year. Yeah, that's where they needed the most help at was pass, pass blocking. Pass blocking, yeah, because they're great run blockers. And that's great and dandy, but if you're down 14, you got to be able to throw the ball. you got to right. give them time. So, John, who's your defense MVP? I'm going to go a different route. And uh, Jamar Boogie Watson, he had five sacks last year. That was the second most on the team, and I feel like that he was overlooked a lot because of um, – because I wouldn't say Cash and all them other guys, but I just feel like he just wouldn't – he came on late last year, and I feel like he'll be a difference maker on that defense, especially. He was, he was my favorite year. play last year, John. I love that pick. Yeah, no, no, he was great. I think, you know, obviously with Josh Allen doing his thing and the Cash being Cash, yeah, definitely overlooked. But I think towards the end of the season, he was the best linebacker they had. 
But my first two, I, w- I was going back and forth, but I-, I actually got two. My other one's Jordan Wright. I feel like Jordan Wright could be another difference maker on this defense as well. Oh, I agree. But I had to go. I had to go with Boogie. I mean, Boogie. Boogie could be a difference maker for this football team, especially on the defensive side of the ball. See, my guy, my guy, he's been my guy since last year, and that was Chris Oates. And I kept saying, give him some playing time, and he finally got it. And I thought he complimented Cash Daniels a lot, a lot better than than uh, Jordan Jones did. I just thought. When, when Oaks when, and Daniels was together last year, they just looked they looked great. Uh, I don't know what it was. This a different just felt different back there in the interior, especially. Uh, but but that that's my MVP this year. And who's yours, Mike? Man, John, you picked my dude Boogie. He's been my player ever since he's been there. He's my dude. I'm going right there with you, man. I think he's a big key here with all the pressure he's going to put on quarterbacks because teams are going to come out throwing against us. So we gotta put pressure on that quarterback. Oh, I agree with that. I, I think that hat we have to have pressure if that yeah. I think we don't it comes get, down to boogie. Especially early. Especially if you put talking about playing floor and stuff like that. And I feel like if you put pressure on the quarterback and, and on the offense, you, you give the secondary some some breathing room. Exactly. I agree. I agree with that. All right, John, give us your breakout breakout players on each side of the ball. We'll start with the offensive side. My offensive is AJ Rose. I feel like it's his year to shine and, and on my defense. I got Quentin Bohan, and I feel like that he's the leader of this. And I just think he's going to have a breakout year. Oh, I, I I totally agree with AJ Rose. Like I said, I mean, the guy the guy like for years we talked about how great he was and practice stuff like that. We saw a little glimpse at last year, and I'm really excited about him. And of course, uh, I agree with you on Quentin Bohan. And I mean, the guy's going to have to be huge this year, especially up front nose guard and everything like that. But but I, my breakout guy, like I said, I hate to be the guy that picks him, but Terry Wilson, because without him, I, I think it's going to be a mediocre year. I think he has his arm has to stretch the field. He has to help out AJ. He has to help out Cavassier, and and with him, it's going to be you know, like I said, that's that's he was my offensive MVP. And I think he's our breakout player this year, and I also think I like Justin Riggs on Justin Rigg on the offense as well. Now my defensive guy is going to be Chris Oates or. Or uh, or TJ uh, Carter, obviously Chris Oates. We saw a little bit of last year. He's also my off- my defensive MVP this year. But TJ Carter is the one I think is going to step up and be huge. So, uh, Mike, who's your guy? Mine's uh, no surprise, Lynn Bowden. I wouldn't be surprised at the end of the year if he's a top three candidate in all around yards, kick returns, off uh, passing, catching. Shit, he might even you know throw a couple touchdowns. You never know what that dude. It's true. He's unreal. And then as far as defense goes. He's just a big dude, tall guy. I think he's going to help really stop the run. He might get some pressure on some uh, quarterbacks too. I think he's going to have a huge year. I mean, I I, I just think – I think you're, we're going to surprise a lot of people this year, don't you, John? I really do. I feel like a lot are underestimating what this offense and defense can do, and I just feel like that they're going to – they're working really hard in camp, and I just feel like that they got a lot to prove. I mean, I, I think it's a, a legitimate – I mean, people are saying we're losing – two of the best players we've ever had in our program. I think it's a legitimate concern, and our defensive backs are a legitimate concern. But I, I think this is like a credit to Stoops is like showing that he's built depth. I mean, he's he's gotten recruits. He's gotten he's got talent back there in defensive backs. Uh, he's got talent at receiver. I mean, yeah. the, you know, this is a credit to him. And I feel like we're going to surprise a lot of people. Uh, of course, we, we told you our – me and Mike's really unrealistic. 11-1. Uh, yeah, that's our unrealistic one. What do you think, John? What's your prediction for Kentucky this year? Kentucky wins nine games. 
and not I, win. Yeah, nine games. That, that'd be great. That'd be huge. You got your, what's your toss-up game? What's your most important games this year? Florida, South Carolina, Mississippi State. I feel like if they go two and one, they're okay. But you can't lose all three. You have to at least. I win. agree with that. Uh, it's, it's just hard for me to. I, I won't pick South Carolina to beat us until they show they can beat us. The Florida one, I'm worried about a little bit, but I think with it being at home, it helps us out. Uh, Mississippi State, it seems like Kentucky always lets down there, but we'll see. You know, yeah, we'll see. I think Missouri's a big game. But, uh, I, I definitely think Missouri's a huge game, and I think Kentucky's still. Yeah. Especially, you know, Pruitt's second year, and a lot of Tennessee fans are expecting more out of Pruitt. I feel like that game could be a huge game in terms of a bowl game. I think it's a huge game for Kentucky just to continue to beat Tennessee. I mean, you know, they haven't really consistently beat Tennessee my entire life. So, uh, I think that's a huge game. I I think I'm excited for the season. Of course, I'm excited to have you on our podcast now and all that stuff. Uh, But we're going to get back together, you know, before that. Well, we're doing 8 a.m. game day. Hey, that's fine. That sounds good. All right. All right. Well, uh, well, I'm Nick. I'm Mike. And he's John. Yeah, you're John. That's right. All right. All right, man. Well, we'll be talking around. We'll, uh, you know, Mike always does his, uh, his thing. I got to do it. The very end. Fuck you. <laughs>